0: Hi, my name is Barry Manandi and you're listening to the ZFM Sport Podcast.
1: Z. it's Messi! It is the cleanest the clean finishers, and the best on the planet. It's time for the biggest sports stories. Chelsea, the UEFA Champions League winners of 2021 the biggest interviews that uh, such a great spectacle is run by such such thuggish behavior and all the analysis
2: right here he's the one player that has the arrogance to think that he can play in any stadium in the world and any pitch in the world in front of any player in the world and take them on.
1: every weekday it's my sport it's your sport It's ZFM Sport. Let's join the team for the biggest show in the world of sport on ZFM Stereo. My station, your station. It's a
0: very good evening, Zimbabwe. It is a Friday on ZFM Sport Fire Friday, we call it, on the show right here on ZFM Stereo, my station, your station. The team has assembled Mike Madoda, Alois Bunjira, Chris Meadzi, our producer Sean Ferenjika, and my name is Barry Manandi. On the home front today, after closing the gap to two within three points of log leaders, FC Platinum in, resume their title chase with a potentially tasty affair with Harare Giants Dynamos at Duveve Stadium and what is arguably the pick of the fixtures on match day 22 in the Castle Lager Premier Soccer League. In international sports news Noah Lyles retained his world 200 metres title in emphatic fashion by beating Kenny Bednarak and Erion Knighton uh, in another American clean sweep, breaking Michael Johnson's 26-year-old U.S. national record at the World Athletics Championships. We also go around the world in 60, where we have updates
2: from France, England and New Zealand. The second half of the show is always the beautiful game and we'll kick off at the Women's Africa Cup of Nations, where we have a new champion for the first time since 2012 as host Morocco will face South Africa in the final tomorrow night. Over to Europe, Germany coach Martina Vos-Türklenberg Say that Alexandra Pop was crucial to Germany reaching the 10th women's Euro semi-finals as the striker scored a late goal to secure a 2-0 victory over Austria last night. And in transfer updates, newcomers Nottingham Forest have signed free agent Jesse Lingard on a one-year deal.
1: The home front local sports news and analysis. Faro to Barber Fields, Mandawa to Nyamunga. All the perfect moments in the Castle Lager Premier Soccer League come together on ZFM Sport. All right, as Mike said, uh,
0: there is, there was, and is action coming out of the Premier Soccer League. Was, and that was this afternoon, where it ended nil all between Herentals and Wawa at the National Sports Stadium. And the build-up is to the games tomorrow and a Sunday, where in what is arguably the pick of the fixtures on Match Day 22, uh, Chicken Inn resume their title chase with a potentially tasty affair with Harare Giants Dynamos at Luveve Stadium tomorrow. After closing the gap to within three points of log leaders FC. Platinum Chicken in will be keen to avoid another untimely defeat which has blighted their campaign so far. The Gamecocks 3-1 win over Blaya Chiefs in their last league encounter came after back-to-back defeats which were preceded by a seven-game unbeaten run. In a season where the champions FC Platinum pressed the reset button and had uncertain start, Dynamo flattered to, de- to deceive uh, and no other challenger arose. Is Joey Andipas in danger of blowing a golden opportunity for league honors that is the question we ask uk-based journalist and
3: analyst ideally any other team would love to be on top of the log having played 21 games into the season but if you cannot be top of the log the next best place to be is second and three points off the mark i i believe yes joy Andipas would have loved to be controlling things being at the top but I feel he will not be panicking as yet he's been around the block for quite some time yes the pressure may be being felt there uh, in Bulawayo but I think he will invite Prince Maturi over they will open their favorite bottle of whiskey Joe will puff his cigar and they will start to strategize game for game FC Platinum are leading, but this is a team of young boys. They, they, like you I'd rightly say, they pressed the reset button and they have shown that they can play. There's no doubt that they can play. Everybody who goes through Norman Mapez, and when he tells you that we want to teach these boys how to play football, they are playing football. But one thing that cannot be taught is to how to win a championship. You have to win it. Nobody teaches you how to win it. How do you win the championship? You play bad games and win. You come up against teams that make sure, that just don't want to play. They want to make sure that they deliver the most boring football on earth. You find a way of beating them. But if you're going to be frustrated, like it sounded when Nomen Napesa was out soon after the game against Dynamos when he said, in terms of football, there's nothing much to talk about. You know, it's a local version of Pep Gagiola versus Diego Simeone. One way of playing versus the complete opposite. And obviously, those who believe in the beauty of football in the Razmatas will be frustrated. And if that's how FC Platinum are easily frustratable, then Chicken Inn will be very confident that, look, this FC Platinum side will come up against several teams that will say, OK, you are the irresistible force because you are on top of the log and you've seen how you play. We are going to be the immovable objects. What we are going to do today is make sure that you do not play. And FC Platinum, we have to find a way. And in have that experience within them to win. Moses Jackson, yes, he is 40. He is slower with each passing day, but he has got tons of experience at the other end is Rishavani who is there to to have won the championship petros mari whose chances of coming back with wallace magalani keeping clean sheets are slim and gift Bell, they are the experienced draw that is there so it will bow down to experience quick bum time test your resolve to play and win the team that will not play the occasion that will not play the moment and play games will win and I feel at some point, the boys in Zeshavano will look at the log and say like, uh-uh. can they hold it, those young boys? Will they get excited? Will they crumble under the pressure? Or will they be spared on to, to deliver? And for Chicken In, I think the message will be clear from Joey Antipas, stay within range. Stay within striking range. Make sure man Mapesa and these young boys feel the pressure. But for Chicken In, there are questions to, uh, to, be, uh, to be asked with donovan Bennett living do we have a trusted goalkeeper that's still in the air can brian musa continue to score because if brian musa doesn't score it seems the goals do not come around at at the chicken and as for fc platinum the goals can be spread around everybody can pop there and score you know but uh it's still there to be one for me i think early days he had to say joey antipaz is he blowing a golden opportunity i don't think so this is the stuff that you relish if you're a coach making sure that you deliver at such an important pressure cooker time. Marco Gold with solid gold as always
0: and uh, appreciate his punditry and uh, one of the things he mentioned Mike in, in great detail and, and spoke about it at length was the issue of experience and you've got to say to yourself if there is a coach with experience of the three protagonists and I'm including Dynamos in this because they're in this uh, encounter obviously with FC Planum and then Chicken Inn of the three of the two coaches that are chasing the fastest chasers Joey Andipas has got the experience he's won it with Motor action, he's won it with Chicken in most recently, so he's a coach
2: who knows how. Yeah, absolutely. Uh Dida stands, and Dida never won it. Yeah, uh, so uh, <laughs> let's uh, immediately remove him from the picture. He's right. trying to win it. Yeah, uh, came closer than FC Platinum Stars, uh, never quite worked out, and and now with Dynamos, there was a real sense uh, in the first half of the season that uh, Dynamos could push on uh, and perhaps snare the title in a season uh, where FC Platinum started slowly and Chicken in seems to be the only real contenders, and people thought, you know what, when it comes to winning championships so which is something that uh, Marco uh, talked about as an institution there's no institution that knows how to win titles more than Dynamo's mm. uh stands and diri himself winning uh, a couple of championships as a player mm. so he knows how to win he knows the pressure that comes with representing an institution like Dynamo's but the problem is when you take a look at the rank and file at Dynamo's the players that are currently there right now they don't have that experience yeah. who's won a league title at dynamos mm. who's won trophies at dynamos no minimum I can look at his dressing room and there are at least still a three four five six players who've won multiple championships right. with him right. and who've won a couple of trophies as well so mm. there is a bit of experience in that dressing room same thing with chicken so in. Job, chicken yeah. in as well yeah a couple of players Moses Jackson ETC pass Bernard yeah, uh, they've won uh, the title way back in 2015 but again that experience again is actually quite thin at Chicken Inn. won last one is in 2015. Yes, Joey has won it, but Norman will say, listen, I've won, what is it now, uh, four titles, uh, three with FC Platinum, one with Monomotapa, and so he certainly has the championship pedigree. So I know that FC Platinum have got a young and inexperienced size, but I I would certainly put them in the pound seats right now. As for Chicken Inn, I do agree with Marco, all they need to do is stay within touching distance, stay within striking distance, and then when the pressure Cooker is really turned on mm. in those last five matches. We've seen sides classically stumble yeah. in those last five matches. Classically, of course, ZPC Kariba, who went in uh, needing just a decent result against Caps United Harada on the last City, day of the season. Harare City or well. yeah. Highlanders, etc., yeah. uh, and they all stumbled on the final day. Yeah,
0: and it's a, it's a, it's an important point in terms of the the in the league uh, uh, puzzle, Alois. But looking at this game specifically, we as pundits look at the form guide first and foremost. And when we look at the form guide, it's certainly in the favour of chicken in. Because Tundrae Stanz and Deraja drew against FC Platinum. And uh, there was a big hooray in the Dynamo's dressing room that they didn't lose a match. And got a positive result from a a team that's above them. So this is a team that, in truth, he's away from home. Tundrae and Deraja might look at this and think to himself... A draw it might be a good result against Chicken
4: In. Yeah, uh most definitely baby. when you look at Dynamo's right now, they, they they don't want to lose. So if they get a draw, they're like we don't lose, they will celebrate. You know, especially now that they're actually away from home and they are like all the way in blah. <laughs> you got a point. You know, I they are like the like, world yeah, they way. will definitely yeah. uh celebrate. So this is actually an advantage for me. This is an advantage for Chicken Inn because they know that they are playing against a team that is trying to find its fit a a team that is that does not have any rhythm at all this is a draw you don't know there's no consistency in the Dynamo uh, setup at the moment so I think uh, it's a big advantage to them and like Marco said they, and they need to They need to maintain The three points They can't let FC Platinum Go, uh, go away Maybe Six, eight points away And it, it makes X, uh, The job easy For FC Platinum Because they will start calculating Especially towards The end of the uh, The season When it's like Five games to go They will start calculating They say oh, We can draw We can go and draw away yeah. We still Then win You know They can, they can play they can around it with out, the, yeah. Yes But uh, I, I think uh, For me um, I see uh, you know, Chicken in Going all out they don't need to be sparring and saying, ah, let's, let's cool it off. Yeah. They can't play for a draw at this moment that because great, this season is almost over.
0: A great element about this game is, is that the two games are being played at the same time. Yes, you and we were playing on Saturday, and so we'll chicken in uh, versus the Dynamos. And I'm going to stay with Dynamos, Chris. And, and uh, from a perspective that, again, just looking at uh, horses for courses and making a decision on the basis of what's in front of you. Twenty-nine, Ndirai has a very difficult decision in terms of how gung-ho he can. Can be because look at the, the players that are yeah. missing for him Brendan Pofu, Shadrick Nyawa, uh, Ralph Kawandera, King Nadolo, Bill Antonio, all unavailable for him.
5: He's threadbare. He's threadbare Um, He's going to be looking at that squad First of all Thankful that at least They have a decent enough squad In terms of that depth Sure Because they are still able To bring in some players Who I think have been playing fringe For a little bit Like God knows Murwira Who can obviously now Come back into the four There's space that has opened up For him there So he's going to be Need to be very intentional With that squad He's going to need to work Obviously with what he's got But when you're coming up Against a side That is pretty solid Doesn't have that many holes and we know not and Deraia for trying to keep the recipe the same. I think when we've seen him chop and change it's because he's had a situation like this where there have been injuries or players not available. So I think... It's going to be a tough one for him in terms of that selection. And this match day was not necessarily a good one to have this many holes. It wasn't kind
0: to him at all. Of course, Bill Antonio is uh, not injured. He's actually travelled to, to Belgium for that uh, month-long trial with uh, KV Michelin uh, out in uh, Belgium. In the, the They're a pro-league side out in Belgium. So it's all looking like it's leaning towards chicken in even the uh, head-to-head, Mike, the <laughs> Chicken yeah. Inn. Yeah. In the 19 times they've played, Chicken Inn has won seven, Dynamo's five, and the other seven have been drawn. So uh, everything is leaning towards a Chicken Inn victory. What's your thinking? How does this one play out? Well,
2: history certainly does a favour Dynamo's. Uh, I know you talked about the head-to-head, head-to-head uh, in its entirety, but I think uh, specifically, if you take a look at the matches played in Wallau, I think Dynamo's has only one at uh, Barber Fields once uh, playing against Chicken Inn. Uh, so it is a good place for Chicken Inn to be hosting Dynamo's at the moment. And I think Tondai stands, and i needs to decide on what sort of system uh, he he plays. Uh, right now, we've seen. I know Chris says you know what he's been forced to make uh, changes uh, here and there, but we've also seen him uh, gamble. Uh, with his selections, sure. you know, uh, bench Jaure, the club captain, mm. sometimes play him. Uh, bench Murwira, Murwira yeah. sometimes play him. Uh, and those are supposed to be two important players yes. and experienced players for Dynamo. So he needs to also decide: does he go with a back four? Does he play three central defenders with wing backs? Uh, all those things I think are key and important, especially for sides that find an identity and then stick with it yeah. and then start concentrating on the process and the. Methodology, especially in the second half of the season, because you will find out Norman Mapeza classically sort of like finds his rhythm as a way in the second half of the season. Yeah. FC Platinum have a way of playing; mm. they've got consistent selections selection that's in, 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 in in all the key positions, and you know what is going to hit you with. Yeah. But it's just a question of you can't stop it because it's refined in the FC Platinum way. So I don't see that from Tundari. I think the pressure in the last month has forced him to try and make a few changes. Mm. Especially in that Baron run where Donna was sort of like went four, four matches without a win and four matches without scoring a goal, etc. I think he was trying to find something to work, yeah, yeah, something yeah, yeah. to stick. Yeah. Uh, and I think he's going to p- find it pretty soon yeah.
0: uh, for the second half of the season. Yes, something that might work,
2: uh, Alois. Phil Antonio
0: out in Belgium. It gives a chance to Issa Sadiqi. We saw him come in for the for the for the Harare Derby against Cape United and was an absolute marvel. Uh, so he will uh, stand up and and be counted. Uh, and those that call themselves neutrals out in Bulawayo certainly love a dribbler. They love an entertaining player, and he's exactly that.
4: Yeah, I think uh, I think uh, this, this, it's his chance to shine. You know because every all the attention has been uh, on. Uh, On Bill Antonio and even the Dynamo's fans, you know, the adulation. Even after Sadiqi played so well, they still believe that Bill Antonio is the the star player. I think this is his time to actually uh, step up and... be counted and uh what a better way to do it you know there are a lot of fans i think chicken will be outnumbered as far as fans are concerned in in in, in Uh honestly and uh so this is his chance for 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 attention i i I believe that he is a damn good player who if he works hard if if he does focus on his game, he can actually be one of the best players that we have in the country. Because we have got very few of his Mm. breed in the country at the moment.
0: Absolutely. A player who can take you on, deliver across and uh, get into dangerous areas. 0731 168045 Madimbare and those who are chicken in fans and and, uh, uh, sympathizers also as well. (laughs) Send us your messages. 0731 168045. That's a pick of the fixtures, but it's not the only fixture that matters because uh, there will be another on Saturday and it's FC Platinum hosting a very dogged defensive ZPC Kariba at Mandava Stadium uh, at exactly the same time tomorrow uh, at Mandava and then Cranbourne Bullets will be hosting Harare City at Vengere uh, while Yada will be taking on Gezi Platinum Stars at the National Sports Stadium. On Sundays Highlanders who are taking on Ulaa City at Barber Fields uh, catch United entertain Manika Diamonds at the National Sports Stadium Triangle will be taking on Black Rhinos at Gibo while 10X will take on Mulayo Chiefs at Vengere Stadium. Guys, we can't go without predictions. Uh, Chris, lead us. Chicken in 2 1. Okay, Dynamo scores at least in, in, the, in that result. Alex. <laughs> to chicken in. 2 0 to Chicken in. Oh, 1 0 Chicken 1 0 to Chicken in. Yeah. I'm inclined to believe that and I'm inclined to actually say Brian Musa
2: with the For <laughs> 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 oh, Chicken in uh, I think Tododay uh, Ndida is going to set his stall out pretty much the same way he did versus FC Platinum. Yeah. Uh, which is, uh, you know, keep it nice and tight. Man mark. Uh, man mark, uh, Try and play on the break. Yeah. Uh, so I don't think they'll concede as many goals.
0: Yeah, uh, 100%. I think I agree with you on a 1-0 scoreline uh, to Chicken in
2: Atawana uh, Mapira from Fidelity. Good evening to you. Say hi there. I personally think uh, for Chicken in to win in the championship is going to take real consistency and a character and uh, he says that Pep Guardiola will tell you exactly the same <laughs> thing <laughs> so uh, I, I like that yeah. uh, then uh, hi guys uh, thanks for bringing on Marco onto the show he talks of football I'm Denson in Mokoba true, out in Guedon Says, hi, say hi to Chris Hi, huh? Jensen. Oh, my
0: goodness.
2: Oh. Jensen. This weekend is made. Yeah. Jensen, look, can look, 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 no look, Alright So that's your
0: Premier League weekend We have built it up And now it's for the football To be played with Back on Monday And we'll review it all And tell you exactly Whether our prediction That chicken in would win Usually when we agree In the studio yeah, It goes the other way right So chances
4: are Dynamo's no is going <laughs> to Finally win oh, Ah yeah, my friend your wish. Or, or, it might, or it might be a draw You should have, have Just predicted your wish A goal A goal my, my, my friend
0: My friend and I, I don't support Dynamo's anymore oh, I, I support Golden Eagles.
2: Golden Eagles Eagles Football Club.
5: 6,999. Yeah, Yeah, one (laughs) down.
2: Hi, my name is Sean Williams, Zimbabwe cricket captain. You're listening to ZFM
1: Sport. Z
5: Let's start off with some cricket news where Zimbabwe cricket team are scheduled to regroup in Harare this weekend to begin their training camp ahead of a bumper month of action. A period of serious cricket awaits Dave Houghton and his men as they host Bangladesh in a limited over series which is followed by another home series against India before leaving for Australia late next month. The Chevrons are expected to start trooping into camp tomorrow after getting a few days to rest following a successful ICC T20 World Cup Qualifier B that ended in Bulawayo your last weekend. In tennis news, Zimbabwe Davis Cup tennis team is expected to be back in action next month when they compete in the Africa Group 3 in Algeria. The event is scheduled to take place from the 10th to the 13th of August with hosts Algeria, Benin, Cote d'Ivoire, Kenya, Morocco, Mozambique, Namibia and Zimbabwe taking part. The team made up of Benjamin and Courtney Locke, Metruli Sibanda, Tabon Rube, and will be led by new non-playing captain Freeman Nyamunokora. Finish off with some boxing news. World Boxing Council interim super bantamweight champion Kudakwashi. Take money. Chiwandire has postponed her scheduled camp in South Africa to attend the WBC seminar and African Boxing Union convention in Victoria Falls following her special invitation for both events. The WBC seminar for all African officials, training and grading, takes place next week and will be followed by the ABU convention in the same resort town on the 29th and 30th of July.
4: My heart, hope to die. The hits. You, you, you know. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. This is where hit music lives. See. from the front of the grid to the back of the net. It's ZFM Sport. International Sports News Roundup, where the world comes out to play.
0: All right, let's talk some athletics now. Noah Lyles retained his record uh, world. (laughs) He retained his (laughs) world 200 meters title in emphatic fashion by beating uh, Kenny Bednarek and Erion Knighton in another American clean sweep and breaking Michael Johnson's 26-year-old U.S. national record at the World Athletics Championships. The race had been billed as a duel between Lyles and 18-year-old sensation Knighton, uh, but Lyles was in a class of his own, running an exceptional bend uh, before powering home in 19.31 seconds. Let's hear from Noah Lyles.
3: I knew that was coming. I've just been waiting for it for a few months now. Um, finally got my start down to where I wanted it to. I knew after the semis that it was gonna be, the, today was gonna be the day. I looked at the weather, I was like, yeah, this is, this is it. I remember watching Wade break the 400 meter record. And I'm like, dang. Michael Johnson only got one more record left. (laughs) Who's going to be the one to break it? I'm just like, I want to be the one to break it. And shoot. Like this year, all me and my coach have been talking about was like, we're going after that record. We're going after that record. And here it is.
2: And now we're hungry for
0: more. See now, Mike, you've got to say, Erion Knighton, uh, the teenage sensation, will have lots of time to, to cement his uh, his class, and he has undoubted class, but Noah Lyles actually showed uh, that he is a class act.
2: I mean, you go back 20 years, Barry, there was a time when people thought that uh, Michael Johnson's record uh, would not be broken, mm. uh, you know, uh, and uh, the way that he ran at Atlanta during the 1996 Olympics, uh, he captured the imagination of all athletics-loving fans uh, around the world. I was in, uh, I think, lower six back yeah, at the shit. time, and we all... Bunked our lessons uh, to go and watch Michael Johnson run because uh, he was the global superstar. Before there was Usain Bolt, uh, there was Michael Michael Johnson. Johnson, uh, He was the global superstar of athletics. Mm. And now you've got this guy, he's come along, Lyle, and he's just smashed his record. He's bettered it by one hundredth of a second. Doesn't sound like much, but when it comes to sprinting, that is quite a bit. And it's now the third fastest time that's been run at this distance, 200 meters behind Usain Bolt uh, and, of course, Johan Blake. The two Jamaicans. So kudos to him, credit to him, and it's nice to see American athletics and American uh, sprinters. On the up, I think they pressed the reset button after the last Olympics. Realized that you know what the Caribbean nations had caught up, and they've gone in at the grassroots, improved on their coaching, and really just said, you know what, we need to get back where we were. That's at the very top of athletics.
0: Absolutely, and it's about pushing one another, isn't it? Because we, we know that uh, at the U.S. meets within within the U.S. Uh, with that sort of competition, it only makes you better. And because U.S. athletics is such is on such a high. Uh, uh, it it's, can only bode well uh, for getting the US back to where it belongs.
5: Yeah, you're going to get a lot more athletes coming through. I think that reset button oh, obviously helping. But I think like you're talking about, the amount of pressure, the number of meets, the quality of the competition mm. that you're coming across. Because when you take a look at the US circuit, you've got a number of athletes who are also from other nations. Yeah. So you're all kind of centralized in one place, competing against each other with the best institutions, the best um, resources, as it were. We've got the best The boys trainers. and girls from the
0: Caribbean are there as well. Exactly. So
5: everybody's <laughs> almost centralised in one place. So obviously that level of competition, I think really refines athletes and the US athletes especially because one, they're at home, but also I think having that competition around them keeps them sharp.
0: It refines you. Let's look at the women's 200 metres now. Jamaica's Sharika Jackson outgunned compatriot Shelly and Fraser Price on the back straight to win the 200 metres gold at the World Athletics Championships. Jackson set a championship record of 21.45 seconds, and second-fastest time ever run over the distance for a first individual world title. I just wanted
6: to execute the best race possible tonight, and I think I did that. I got a massive personal best, a championship record, and I'm that I can't complain. I've always liked the 200 um, a lot, and last year it was really hard and I never made it past the heats of the 200 made that mistake and after the semi-final, I smiled and I was like, yes, I'm in good shape, ready to run, I am very, very fit.
1: See.
0: Mike, uh, in a race that included Gillian Fraser-Price, the defending champion, uh, Dinah Asher-Smith, Elaine Thompson-Hera, it's a shock that the race was won by a woman without a hyphenated surname.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Absolutely. And I think uh, also a big shock, Barry, is the fact that uh, Olympic champion Elaine Thompson-Hera finished seventh in this race. Uh, Chris Mm. talked about, you know, the uh, coaching uh, and uh, the great facilities and uh, ETC and the American system, but she's just uh, shot herself in the foot. I mean, you don't change uh, from a world-renowned MVP coach who is the envy of many, an athlete uh, in the world. And you go to your husband. Yes, he's, oh, he's, he's an athlete. He's run a we bit. Love him. So, you we You know, are. we love him. Uh, you want to keep the money in the family, ETC. No, no. But my goodness, you know, that, that's the equivalent of me asking my wife to service the car. Uh, so, uh, listen, I'll buy you a service kit, darling. Maybe she can. Uh, uh, maybe she can. But my goodness, she, she doesn't have the little gizmo, the computer goodness that's mix links up with the guys out there at the Mercedes in Stuttgart. Uh, so that's not the way to go. And I think she's paying a price for this. Yeah. Uh, this was an unnecessary change. And we've seen it even in, in tennis uh, and yeah. golf, especially, yes. uh, where athletes yes. change coaches and then things just go south. Yeah, and Sharika Jackson, uh, for her
0: part, I think this is a great, great feather in her cap. And um, obviously make, makes it very, very interesting as we build up to that final, I mean, that final cycle before we get it to, to uh, Paris 2020.
5: Yeah, this first individual title is right on time for her. I think it's it's one thing to qualify for the Olympics, go to the Olympics and you know expect yourself to do well. But when you're coming off of almost proving to yourself that yes, you can absolutely do it among the best of the best, that lineup that you talked about that she was racing against it's it's, exactly, <laughs> those are those are the people to beat And she's managed to beat them So when she gets to the Olympics I think she's going to be on a very confident high
0: Indeed, and the World Athletics Championships Of course they conclude uh, this weekend In Eugene, Oregon In the United States of America Let's take you around the world in 60 Before we take our play of uh, the day We're landing in France, England And then we'll take you to New Zealand
1: Hi, you're listening to ZFM Sport. My name's Graham Sharp, and I'm the first Zimbabwean to take on the Dakar Rally in a bike.
2: Around the world in 60 seconds: International sports news.
5: We rev off in France, where Lewis Hamilton has reaffirmed his hope of fighting for a first victory of the season at this weekend's French Grand Prix, with Mercedes teasing an extensive car upgrade as they bid to close the gap to the front. While Hamilton and Mercedes have endured a poor first half of the season, by their title-winning standards, much improved pace in recent races has re-energised the team, and Le Castellet's Paul Ricard circuit is expected to play to their strengths. Head over to England where Novak Djokovic will be joining Rafael Nadal, Roger Federer and Andy Murray to play for Team Europe in the Lava Cup. The event which pits six European players against six players from Team World over three days will take place in London between the 23rd and 25th of September. Felix Auger-Aliassime, Taylor Fritz and Diego Schwartzman have so far been named in Team World. We're going to touch down in New Zealand where All Blacks coach Ian Foster has survived the storm of criticism that followed the mid-year series lost to Ireland, at least for now, and today he promised to change ahead of two rugby championship tests against the Springboks. Facing the media for the first time since his post-match news conference last Saturday, Foster said that he had never considered stepping down from the job he was handed in 2019. Mike, complete blackout, media silence from New Zealand. Yeah, Ian Foster has survived, but we can only kind of think that this may just be temporary.
2: Yeah, I think uh, he's got to go on and win in South Africa. Mm. Uh, I think he's uh, literally, I think, uh, fighting for his job in South Africa, those two matches, uh, because uh, if it goes horrible uh, in South Africa, I think uh, come the outbound tours at the end of the year uh, to Europe, I think we may well see a new coach in charge of the All Blacks.
1: The big leagues, the big teams, the big players. The beautiful game on ZFM Sport. The Roaring Fans, take a ride on the wild side with the Africa Report on
2: ZFM Sport. Alright, the Women's Africa Cup of Nations will have a new champion for the first time since 2012. His host Morocco will face South Africa in the final tomorrow night. This will mark Banyana Banyana's fifth final in the Continental Contest. However, they will be hoping to do one better than the first four times they played in the finals. Let's get the pre-match thoughts of Banyana Banyana coach Desiree Ellis.
6: It's their day you know I said to them you know it's a dedication to them this this final because they've they've really done really well you know uh, qualified us for the World Cup and a big thank you to the players for that and they must enjoy it. You know, This is a moment that they've been waiting for um, once again after 2018, waiting for this moment and now they've got to grab it with both hands. We had objectives of uh, qualifying for World Cup and, and winning AFCON and you cannot win AFCON if you don't get to the final and you mean the final now and that's all we're looking forward to. I think the players are also, also very mature um, a lot of them have played in big stadiums during the Olympics playing Brazil in Maracana and uh, with their crowd um, playing in Cameroon in 2016, with their home crowd. And a lot of our players played big clubs you know, used to the crowds and used to going and traveling where things are not going their way. And I think the players have shown a lot of maturity, very focused because they know they have a big task at hand. Z. Right, it's
2: the big one. It's <laughs> Banyana Banyana versus Morocco. Alois. It's bound to be an entertaining one. And I think what we've seen uh, from both sides is we've seen a lot of flair. We've seen a lot of uh, endeavour, uh, mm-hmm. especially on the ball. And, uh, uh, you know, I think I can't wait to watch this game, uh, though I feel that uh, both sides get into the final... Rather, should I say, I didn't want to use the word scandalously, but uh, you know what, they were very fortunate uh, yes. because uh, they had uh, refereeing decisions, critical ones, go their way in the semifinals.
4: Yeah, uh you absolutely right Ipabu. Uh when you look at the Bafana Banyana Banyana game, I thought that uh, they were pushed into the final by the by the match officials to be honest. I thought uh Zambia was uh, was was giving all they got and uh, they played a better football than uh, than should Banyana. have killed that game yes. in the first half. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yes. Mm-hmm. I thought they played they they played better, but overall I think uh, Bafana Banyana Banyana is a better a, 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 a better squad uh than Zambia. So at the end of the day I'm not. I'm not disappointed that Banyana is the one that are, are the ones that are in the final because it's uh, it was only that that semi final that didn't play really well. As for Morocco, uh, I thought uh, Morocco should have killed that game after the they the were uh, two men up. You know they should they, they they should have. And I also thought that technically Morocco were better. We're better we're better than Nigeria on the day you know uh they especially their wingers yes Ooh, they they're really technically, wingers. They're technically they're technically they're technically good so at the end of the day I, I actually think that I'm happy that these two squad two teams are in the final for me I think they will they will give us better football than if it was Zambia versus Nigeria I think we're going to uh to to, to watch better football between these two and you know after having watched this I'm uh, I'm a, a banana banana fan But uh, I'm I'm inclined to think that Mm. Morocco might just take this one. Because why? Because Banyana Banyana are a bit
2: slower. Morocco
4: and Moroccans are quick.
2: Yeah, they're quick. They are uh, and, uh, they're, they're they're show, very quick. They showed it uh, versus yes. Nigeria. And the other thing they're they'll quick. have going for them, uh, Chris, uh, is that they're going to have fanatical home support. Yes, As yes, we saw yeah. in that semifinal versus Nigeria, uh, it's going to be chocker. There won't be a spare seat left in the house. Yeah. Uh, and they're all going to be backing uh, Morocco in this game. And, uh, you know, in a game which is... Too, sort of like too close to call mm. uh, often that 12th man may well give the home
5: side the edge Distinct difference and we know even at club football level when it comes to Moroccan sides, that support is absolutely raucous and when you're taking a look at a final at this level as well I think they're going to be pushed along quite significantly by that home advantage, by their supporters who are going to be filling up that stadium. Yes, Maniano will have a few people rooting for them in that stadium as well but nothing compares to being at home and having a full stage supporting you potentially with those red flares they like to throw around as well Has it impressed you Chris uh, the manner
2: in which uh, Moroccans have embraced their national team because uh, in previous tournaments uh, would have finals and would have teams or countries host uh, finals but you'd have decent crowds Mm -hmm. uh, splattering maybe in the final in the semi-finals but the Moroccans have shown up for this tournament yep. And I'm sure this tournament
5: Is going to break attendance records 100% I think Patrice Micep Was talking about it earlier today Where he was talking about The amount of support That the entire tournament has had But the fact that Moroccans specifically Have shown up consistently For their team as well I think it's partly in Due to the work I think from a marketing And media perspective That's been done By the team over at CAF In terms of Just creating the excitement yep. And the hype Around this particular tournament But also I think there's Some football associations are very intentional about getting their fans to these stadiums and I think in part that's also what played a part here of rallying around a team and a team that's been playing great football. I don't think it's hard to support a team that's playing some really great football and that's exactly all of these kind of elements came together to... um, culminate in the support that Morocco has been getting
2: and Barry one of the reasons why they're playing this fantastic football that Chris is talking about uh, is their coach uh, they went for a top coach they just didn't get uh, a person who they thought could uh, caretake uh, as far as women's football was in Morocco but they went for a pedigree coach who could have been coaching any top side in Europe and even a national team in Europe and we're talking about Reynold Pedros yeah and uh, Reynold Pedros so I mean listen he, he guided
0: Lyon uh, the women's team To their 12th and 13th French uh, Top top Flight League titles uh, And uh, the 3rd and 4th UEFA Champions League uh, crowns During his 2 year stint uh, Between 2017 and 2019 So you're talking about uh, The ilk of your Pep Guardiola's Jose Mourinho, Jurgen Klopp's Who is coaching Morocco And you can tell by his calmness On the bench That the system will work Also with how he set up This team You talked about the wingers Morocco loves to attack down the sides, South Africa down the middle, this uh, for me this game is going to have goals uh, and a high scoring affair is what I'm expecting because of those differences. We will
2: talk, we, we, we know uh, I'll, I'll come to you Alois just now okay. but uh, Barry, we know of course uh, a number of the South African players, we're familiar with them because uh, often the mighty warriors come up against them uh, and we've begun to know uh, the South African players but who are some of the Moroccan players that you can look out for or the fans should be looking out for in this final?
0: And now uh, there's of course uh, Adi uh, Noriman, uh, she's a midfielder who applies a trade in the United States uh, with uh, the Alabama Jaguars. Uh, I mean, she's grown to be one of the most consistent players of the side and her influence moving forward and transition from offense to defense is a huge asset for the Lionesses, so it keeps them robust as well. And of course, I think you got to look at Selma Amani as well. She's currently playing her trade in trench top light uh, with uh, Dijon. Uh, but... Uh, the the her, her, the career uh, that she's had spans 18 years in Europe so she's got lots of experience under her hand under her, her belt uh, you look at clubs like Lorient gangon who could forget that with Harlington she yeah. uh, Flory and EC all in France so the, she's got she's got experience of course uh, they're their captain again uh, a huge contributor so the, it's 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 star-studded but the great thing is that Pedros has brought them together to be a team not a, uh, a team of individuals,
4: and uh, the other thing is, let's not forget the uh, the amount of effort that has been put in by the Moroccan FA. You know, in developing women football in the country, sports in general in the country, football in general, they have been working throughout the years Morocco's for this. Done phenomenal. They've done their development plan very well if you go to morocco right now it's development and development all over, all, 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 all over the place so they have been in morocco well, they were not superpowers in, in women football just a few years ago they were like yeah. in, in, in any other team and also right, yeah. In, yeah but look at them now the way they play you can actually see that these players have been playing football when they were still young they have been developed you know yes the coach has got pedigree and all that but sometimes you might have a pedigree as a coach but you don't have the players, yeah, yeah. You, don't have the peers, players you don't have and the players and but as well as, as the support the, yes exactly yeah. so yeah. they were developed very well the FA supported this, uh, this this project and I'm sure that they are happy wherever there is an effort whenever you put a deliberate effort to develop your players mm. you will yeah. get the results
2: and one of the things uh, Chris that they've done is uh, you know the equality uh, in terms of preparation between uh-huh. the men's yeah. teams and the women's teams for yeah. sure. Uh, uh, equality in the facilities as well Because they've got national training centres yeah. mm. That are open to national teams Whether it's women, girls, mm. men, boys yeah. uh, Underage,
5: uh, open category As long as you are a national team They give you the same facilities And that is exactly what makes the difference For an mm. entire country Especially at the uh, level of national teams Hi, my name is
6: Rune Shamba My
5: tour Super Striker You're listening to ZFM Sports.
2: Right, uh, let's go to Europe. Uh, of course uh, there is uh, plenty of knockout football at the Women's Euros and uh, Germany coach Martina Vos has said Alexandra Pop was crucial to Germany reaching the 10th Women's Euro semifinal as the striker scored a late goal to secure a 2-0 victory over Austria last night. This one was never really in doubt, was it Chris? Germany was always tipped to beat Austria. Austria competitive but yeah. Germany, lots of class. Lots
5: of class, lots of goals. I I think in this particular tournament, when you're taking a look at just some of the nations that have been scoring goals, have been playing well, you're going to take a look at England, and of course Germany is playing some impressive pressing football. And I think that's what's gotten them to the semi-finals. Uh, Chris has brought up uh, England,
2: Barry. Uh, we saw them uh, upstage Spain, mm-hmm. and uh, it sort of like left me with a bitter taste uh, <laughs> because uh, yeah. I thought Spain outclassed. They outclassed England. The, the better uh, team lost. Yeah, yeah. let's, let's yeah. call it
0: what it is. It was a, sma- a smash and grab. Job and uh, England knows it They know they were the, the, the better team on the night Spain played the better football uh, They looked, looked far more prepared They looked like they had a plan uh, England Their counter-attacking football Wasn't allowed to get into, into That midfield here. I mean it's,
2: the mobility Of that Spanish midfield uh, the and the, the passing And uh, the, <laughs> the, passing. the ability To, to <laughs> subject the opposition Get in behind them Whether it's through the middle And wide This was brilliant It brilliant was fantastic stuff. It was fantastic And also you see uh, when, when players have been
0: coached, you can see that what they are trying to do, even when they're dribbling. It's not just dribbling to enjoy <laughs> the game. Mm. To create a numerical advantage
2: in another space. And then when the ball goes there, you realise, oh my God, there's 3 <laughs> <two."> mm. <laughs> well, 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 there are two other uh, quarterfinals uh, that are on uh, this weekend. Uh, Sweden will take on uh, Belgium. Uh, tipping Sweden in that one. And then, of course, uh, France oh, and Netherlands me, uh, will be the other quarter final. That one, uh, maybe a very interesting one. But uh, France, I think, with the edge and they should make it through that one. But Netherlands, of course, are the defending champions. All the
1: rivalry. Goal for Liverpool early on Derby Day. All the stars. Are back of De Bruyne. He made that look easy and I promise you it wasn't. And all the game-changing moments. Aubameyang, can he find a way through? You bet he can is top top class
2: all the updates from the Premier League on ZFM Sport Let's wrap the show up with a bit of uh, transfer speculation and news. Manchester City will make an improved offer for Brighton fullback Mark Kuchurela after the £30 million bid was rejected. However, Brighton want over £50 million for the 23-year-old, which is well above City's valuation. News out of Germany, Mats Hummels has admitted that he's not good enough to be given a contract extension at Dortmund right now. The 33-year-old centre-back is due to become a free agent next season and says he is relaxed about his future, despite admitting a poor form. And news uh, out of Manchester and Nottingham is that Forrester signed free agent Jesse Lingard on a one-year deal. The former United forward has rejected West Ham to join the newly promoted Premier League side after they made a substantial offer to sign him, although the one-year contract does not include an option for a further year. 29 years old, uh, uh, Alois, uh, former United player Jesse Lingard, I always Thought he wasn't given a fair fair crack at the whip uh, at United, even after going out and proving himself on loan at West Ham, uh, he came back who was still a bit part player. He's left, but surprisingly, instead of returning to West Ham, he's chosen the money and gone to Forest.
4: Yeah, it's, uh, it's 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 it doesn't look good, you know, for 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 the player when you look at his age, he should be established in a team where he is actually supposed to be a senior player. It's some team where he's kind of... Respected. But he's saying, I did all this, I could at United he, and they don't yeah, trust me. Let me make needs, money. He needs to go, maybe if he, he should have gone to a, to a West Ham and signed a three-year contract or four-year contract, stay in one place. This thing of one-year contracts as a 29-year-old, it doesn't work much. Mm, it doesn't it, work for it, him. It doesn't work for it, his career. It, 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 it doesn't Chris, work for his career. What it works for is for his
5: money. Nah. It works for his money, but I think when you're looking, taking a look at 29... For well, a player like Jesse Lingard He's entering his twilight guys he's, in, he's entering but he's not in his twilight yet I think if we were talking three it's years Jesse from Lingard, now <laughs> <with talking> about, <laughs> <laughs> guys, it's Jesse Lingard, not oh, Messi we're talking about It's Jesse
2: Lingard He's 29 Young This 29. guy in, in, in three years is playing for a, 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 a championship team Is he not I'm the, same age, yeah, but, no, but, but, the same, same age as your Pogba's? Yeah but Pogba is
5: Pogba And that's fine but Jesse Lingard is still Jesse Lingard He needs to get settled somewhere So why not make money? Why yeah. not make he money. can make money, but the thing about this one-year deal, especially to a team like Forrest is where does he go from Forest? He goes to
2: another Premier League team because okay. you know what his calculation, Barry, is. Yeah. We get relegated. I'm on a one-year contract. Yeah. I'm a free agent again. Guess what? Nah. There'll I be another free There'll be and another team, Premier you, you, League you team. And team. And yes. Uh, you are... quick you're, dash you're, to you're, the MLS you're, after you're, that. You're concentrating on playing. Yeah. He's no longer in that phase of I maybe I want I want to play for England. I want uh uh. 29, he, he, he doesn't want. I, I His choices uh, clearly <laughs> indicate that he's no longer interested about international players. I, I, I criticize West Ham. They mm. were cheap. Yes, they I were think, cheap. I think they were cheap. They tried to get him on Jesse, the cheap. Jesse mm. Lingard
0: was worth the money. They should have. Uh, they should have trumped up the money. Nottingham Forest did, and I think they got a very, very good footballer. So for me, serve good them for for Nottingham Forest. And
2: the, next uh, season, he'll join another
0: Premier League club. 100%. So I, I, I can see the sense. I can see the sense. It, it may not. It may not be palatable. The moral argument may be weak. But <laughs> Jesse, <laughs> Jesse Lingard gets a contract. We'll be back on Monday. May God richly bless you. That's my story. And I'm sticking to it. Manandé, out.
1: And it's Messi. It is the cleanest the clean finishes and the best on the planet. The biggest sports stories. Chelsea, the UEFA Champions League winners. Of 2021. The biggest interviews. That uh, such a great spectacle is ruined by such, such staggish behavior. And all the analysis right here. He's the one
2: player that has the arrogance to think that he can play in any stadium in the world, and any pitch in the world, in front of any player in the world, and take them on.
1: Every weekday, it's my sport, it's your sport, it's ZFM sport. On ZFM Stereo, my station,
2: your station. Hi, this is Mike Mandelton. You can catch me and the team for all the latest breaking news out of the world of sport, local as well as international, on your favorite station, my station, your station. ZFM, we are Z-Team
6: on ZFM Sport. Z.